For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia, weekdays at 7 p.m. And let's now talk to the man behind the action at Mamelodi Sundowns fitness trainer, Gabelo Rangwaka, who joins us on the line to talk uh, about his career. Uh, KB, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM. We really appreciate your time. Good evening, uh, Mr. Musia, and good evening to the listeners. Firstly, what is the right title for you? Are you physical trainer, fitness trainer? What, what is your exact role? I'm the, I'm the fitness coach of uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. Okay, fitness coach of yeah. Mamelodi Sundowns. And what exactly does your role entail, KB? Uh, my role, uh, my basic role is to make sure that all the players are fit, uh, fit how uh, they are able to execute the coach's tactics for 90 minutes at a very high tempo. Okay. You you yeah. obviously did not start at Mamelodi Sundowns. Can you just please give our listeners a background of the clubs that you've worked for in this capacity? Yes, I started at the former Platinum Stuff in Rustenburg. And uh, yeah, that's where I started. And then from there I went to the national team. And as you know, at Platinum Stuff, we, we, we were very successful during the time. We I mean, we came second on the lock. We... Yeah. Won the Telcom Cup, we won the MTN Cup. Because those players were so fit. <laughs> if they won, it means they were fitter than the rest of the players. Aha, good point. And how did you end up at Sundowns? Do you have to apply? Is it word of mouth? How does it work in your industry? <laughs> no, I I think my the work that we did at Platinum Stars uh, was just evident to the Sundowns technical team. If you... <laughs> Well, I'm I'm not supposed to say this, but in the four seasons where I was at Platinum Stars, I think we only lost to Sundowns once. <laughs> and they were not happy with that, and they thought, let, let, let's bring him on to the other side. Now, how yeah. how did you get into this field of becoming a fitness trainer, a fitness coach? What did you study, and where did you study? Uh, to be honest with you, I think I, for me to be in this field... I was first inspired by uh, who's the lady Elsa Storm. Yes, Elsa yes. Storm. Yeah, I saw Elsa Storm on TV, and I kept wondering uh, how can one get into this field? Because I thought to myself, when I grow up, I would like to be in a role like that. So then I was studying sports science. Uh, well, I started studying at TUT. I went to tax because I was on a scholarship of karate. So. Uh, so sports science it is, but now lately I think uh, there's a lot of colleges who have very good sports science departments like your, okay, I don't have to name them, but there's, there's plenty of them who are... Don't be shy, right don't be shy. Yeah, no, no, I know of ETA. Yes. ETA is one of the leading ones, I mean, especially for football, they are very football specific. Mm. Yeah. So it's sports science that you have to study and then you focus on physical training and being a fitness coach? Yes, that's one way of getting into the field. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise, you can just. If it's, I think for me, I want to believe it's easier for somebody that understands football first. But you will need that background of uh, uh, sports science. Uh, on on that note, if you are working for a football club, if you worked for football clubs as a fitness coach, are you able to seamlessly move into another sporting code, or is it a different skill set altogether? No, it's not. I mean, I started, to be honest, my sport, the sport that I did personally, it's, uh, 
Karate. I mean, I was a, uh, what do you call it, a national, I mean, I was in the national squad for karate for many years. I've huh? won, I've won the Commonwealth titles, I've won the SA title countless times. And right now, as you speak, I, I'm very interested in one of the sports, one of the top three sports that I would like to go into now. Oh, that's interesting. We must bring you back again to talk about karate then. Uh, KB. <laughs> but um, take us through a normal training week. Firstly, to how do you break it down? Do you break down a week, day to day? How does it work? Uh, how do you work out your schedule? I I do a monthly a monthly program. From the monthly program, then uh, week by week. From week by week is then day by day. For example, uh, if I can use uh, this week that we've had. We had a game on Sunday mm. against Amazon. And then we've got another game tomorrow night. So what then happened is we trained on Saturday, we trained on Friday. Right? Then we've got a game on Sunday. And on Sunday, because now what the guys who started the game, for example, they only did their recovery training, which is like your 30-minute uh, intensity training. Then they go to their pools, they go to the jacuzzis, massages. But then the guys who played less than 30 minutes, and the guys who were on the bench and the guys who were on the stands actually had a normal training session on Sunday. Ah. So now today was the first time uh, all the players met and trained one, one, one regular one session. So then we've got a game tomorrow. Just so that you don't have an imbalance in your team of players who are playing regularly, fitter than the other players who are not uh, getting game time. Okay. And then is there anything you'll do tomorrow on match day in the morning or during the day? No, no, no. Match day, we just uh, focus on the game. Uh, but previously, uh, where I, like at Platinum Stars, for example, I like to do something on match days. Mm. Like early in the morning, you would have, and I know it might be unbelievable, but you would have an exactly five-minute training session. Wow. Yeah, we would have about uh, four to five Five meter sprints, but obviously the warm up will be at uh, four minutes. Then those just to get the first fish uh, fibers uh, firing on the day. Oh wow! And and what is it? Th- what is that thing that players do when they come back from the break and they have to sprint through the cones? Why are they doing that? Because, uh, Mr. Musia, let's let's say after when the game starts, you go do warm up, then you come back onto the dressing room into the dressing room. So you've got about 20 to 25 minutes in the dressing room. And the purpose of a warm-up was to get ready for a game. So now the players are hyped, they are warm. Now you sit in there for 20, 25 minutes, so it just makes sense to say, okay, let's just wrap up this engine before it starts to race. And when you do that monthly planning uh, at KB, do you do uh, player to player or do you do it as a group or do the players have different training programs over a month? Uh, the starting point is a team. So you do a team team program. Then from a team, because as you know, we've got players coming in, new players coming in. So then you've got uh, what we call an individual periodization pro- uh, program. So that's that's where now you say, okay, we've got maybe two players who are on the other side of uh, 30. They need more rest. So in a normal four-day training week, they don't train four times. They train two times. We've got the newer player who's younger, coming from an MDC or a lower division. He cannot train all the training sessions as the other players. 
So he needs to slowly be integrated into the full training session. So there's, there's a team, team training program, mm-hmm. then there's individual periodization. Uh, for those who've just joined us, we are talking careers in sport and we are trying to find out what it takes to be a fitness coach and what does the job entail. And we are speaking to Kabelo Rangwaha, Mamelodi Sundowns, a fitness uh, trainer and fitness coach. And he's talking to us about his uh, uh, career and what he does. He's a man that's been credited with maintaining the fitness uh, of the Sundowns players during their tough Kev Champions League campaigns as well as their league schedules, which have been really tight over the past few seasons. If you have any questions, if you want to find out any information, feel free to call us on 891 Our SMS line is 40938. WhatsApp number 0614104107. There are some questions coming through on social media. I'll also read those. You can tag us at SAFM Radio. Call Tabiso now. 891 We've got a question here, KB, coming from social media from Kosinati Walls who wants to know um, it's about what you have to study. He says, can a person with a qualification of a personal trainer, which also includes aerobic certificate, be a soccer club fitness coach? Yes, he can. Oh, okay. But, so, yeah. but you have to have a very good understanding of the game of football. Because what, what happens, we've had in the past a lot of people with uh, uh, the same qualifications, uh, personal training, but then what they do, they want to do what is happening in the gyms uh, onto the football pitch because now these are two different worlds. I see. Yeah, you do need that world of the gym and everything, but don't forget that world is just visiting the football world. Don't come and make the football world that gym environment. Do you ever get overruled by a coach? Maybe where you say this player is not ready and is not fit, and the coach will disagree. Who has the who has the final word? I think that's what I'm trying to understand. The coach, yes, but uh, I've been fortunate. I've never been because the secret is to have a, a good relationship and understanding with the coach. I mean, the coach always has the final word, but if he understands, you show him, and you're both on the same page, you will never have any disagreements. Sundowns have played some hectic matches over the recent seasons. I've mentioned it earlier, the demands of the Kev Champions League, the league, the cup competitions. Have you had to change your training programs and, and manage them according to the situation? Yes. Uh, if you remember, is it uh, two seasons ago, I think the season that we lost the league, or the season that we, yeah, I think the season that we lost the league to this, yes. where we won the Champions League, the Super Cup, we... we I think we had about, if I'm not mistaken, something like 15 to 15 to 20 games more than any other team. So there were days where we didn't have any training sessions at all, leading to a game. I mean, if we got a game on the weekend, we, were, we could easily not train for three to four days and just go to a game. And and what are some of the what are some of the challenges for you in your in your job when the team has to travel? You have to go to the DRC, you have to go to Morocco, you have to go to all these places. What are the challenges when you get to these countries? Traveling is uh, it's, 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 it's a big challenge, uh, but I think we we are very blessed in the sense that we every season we prepare our players for for the Champions League. Yes, it's a challenge, but. We normally like to take you there in preseason to just get your mindset ready to say this is what you're gonna experience. But when you get there, sometimes you get told that uh, where you are going is just a two-hour bus trip, and 
find out it's a five or six hour bus trip when you get there. Uh, you have to have your snacks ready or the food uh, ready for the players. It's, it's just uh, when you're in Africa, expect anything. Expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. I, we had the coach Pizza Musaman a couple of weeks back here on the show or a couple of months ago and he was hailing the work that you do and he was telling us that you're actually in touch with the modern trends around the world and that you speak to the guys at Real Madrid on a regular basis. Yes. Um, um, also, they're fortunate again to to be in touch with the people that I'm in touch with uh, through the World Football Academy which is an organization that uh, brings together the top coaches around the world, coaches and fitness coaches. And uh, I've always liked the way that uh, Mr. Javi Malo, in fact, Dr. Javi Malo is the trainer at Real Madrid. I liked how he worked, and we've sort of he's sort of become my, my, my mentor. And every now and then, even if I've got a challenge, I can always send an email or pick up a, a phone and ask when I've got this challenge out. How do you do it? And eight out of ten times you find out you've got similar problems or similar or... Okay, let me put it the same thing here. Mm. I had to find out the hard way that eight out of ten of the things that we've been doing is exactly what they do in the big teams. There. But because I've got a smaller badge on my chest or sundown, uh, we always believe no, 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 that one with the Manchester United badge or Barcelona badge does it differently. Meanwhile, you've got the solution. You are actually better. You can teach them. I mean, just in July, June, July, June, July, somewhere there, I was giving a uh, a talk at the World Football Academy, World Football Expert Meeting to top coaches around the world, and it was just good. So, so are, are they happy to share what they are doing in training with you, the guys at Real Madrid? Yes, 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 yes. No, no, they, they. Rafi is open. Rafi is open to me. Mm. So whether it's club policy to can open up or not, I don't know. But we are at that personal level where I just need something. Okay, I've had now seven games in two weeks. What's the best form of uh, recovery that I could, I could I could do for the players? I'm thinking one, two, three, four, five. And then he won't say, no, I agree with you. He might send you something that they do at Real Madrid and say, this is what we do. And it's the same thing. I understand that you also go overseas and you do refresher courses. What are those courses and how important are those? Those courses are, for me, what has put me where I am today. Because you get an opportunity to be, for example, uh, what can I say? Uh, you see to a coach that you see on TV on Champions League, uh, Ricky Nickel, but you're on the same class with them or you share, you can get an opportunity to ask a question. So it's a world expert meeting, world football expert meeting. So that's why I think it's about 50 people uh, around the world. Uh, and but, but there's a lot of now... South Africans, I mean, this year, I was with Fadlu uh, and his brother, Mahir. Mm. Uh, the analyst, I was with, uh, with uh, one of our NBC coaches at Sundowns. So there was a, a strong South African uh, delegation there this year. Mm. 
Here's another question on social media saying, Hi, Tabiso, I'm a qualified fitness trainer. Thank you for heeding my call to have such a person on the show. Can one make a living out of this career? How professional is it? It's very professional, brother. I'm making a living out of it. It's, it's, I don't know how to put it uh, lightly, but. It pays the bills. It more than pays the bills. Okay. Okay. I think that answers it then. And uh, do you have medals? Do you have Champions League medals? Do you have a winner's medals? Do you have a league winner's medal? I've got, if I'm not mistaken, I should be the only trainer in the country who's got all the medals. I've got the league, MTN8, Telcom, uh, NetBank, Champions League, Super League. Super Cup. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well done, KB. Let's go to the Lions. William in Free State, thank you for uh, calling us. Good evening. Hi, hello, hello Tadiso. Yeah, uh, I've got a question there. Uh, of the 16 teams that we have in the, in the PSL, how many of our, to his best of his knowledge, how many uh, clubs do we have uh, fitness coaches? Or maybe may include the NFT, something like that. I just want to see how vast is, is that uh, information. Is okay, good club. one. Good one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, William. And then the second one is that uh, also regarding the, in his training, uh, do they receive a training on uh, 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 various types of injuries and uh, rehabilitation of those uh, injuries? Because each injury is. Uh, in a different way. Okay, I lost that second one, William. Please repeat that second question. No, in his training, uh, you know, as, as, uh, I think you mentioned in the sports science, mm-hmm. do, they, do they get training in terms of uh, uh, injuries, uh, managing okay. injuries? Okay, okay, nice one. Thanks, William. Yeah. KB, is the standard practice for all the teams to have a fitness coach? Do they all have? I, th- I, I want to believe so. I think uh, they all they all have. Yeah, mm. M- most of them, 90 to 95% do have uh, fitness coaches. Okay, and then he wants to know yeah. about rehabilitation and treating injuries. Are you trained in that? Me, <laughs> uh, me, I am in Europe. But in South Africa, you have to be uh, registered to the South Africa Health Professionals Council or whatnot. Uh, I'm not a biochemist. That's the difference between uh, South Africa and Europe. So what's so the in Europe? Yes. I am a what do you call this? rehab uh, specialist. In Europe. Yeah. Okay. So what's the difference between you, a team doctor, and a biokineticist, like you've just said? The team doctor is a doctor. The biokineticist uh, is very close to a doctor. I'm 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 bottom of the food chain. but the most important one but the most important one as Coach Pizzo always says here's another question as we wrap up it's a common question on Twitter people want to know how long will George Libese be training with you Uh, how long will he be training with me yeah they want to know is he on a special training program is he training with you separately no he was he was he was training with me just when he lost about 8 kilograms at the time that he had to lose weight but uh, you must understand again that uh, we've got a few players and there's competition. So, yeah, it's competition. Oh, but he's competition lost, he's lost the weight. No, no, no. He's, 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 he's looking good. He's, he's, but it is not like the other people on your position are just waiting. Okay. They're now, also fighting. Yeah. 
and it's up to the coach now. Do you do you ever get a situation where players fake injuries and don't want to train? And if so, how do you deal with with such? Fortunately, we've got a very professional players at Sundown, so who who love to train because the more you're on the pitch, that's money in your pocket. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, with such a generous president yeah. also. Uh, okay, <laughs> KB, finally, as we wrap up, uh, what advice do you have for those who are tweeting us, who are saying that they want to get into this field? Uh, what advice would you give them? What does it take to succeed and, and, and to be like you, to work for a top club, a Champions League winning club? I'll say start somewhere. There's no, you can't start small or big. Uh, for me, if, if I didn't get the opportunities that I got, I think I would volunteer. I would volunteer just to show because it's very difficult to go to a coach and say I'm very I'm a very good fitness coach. Okay, we we can all say that, but volunteer, get a team in a, an amateur team, do the right thing, then that will be your CV. You don't need to be saying uh, you're good at this. Just volunteer, work hard, but get to get to these courses. You need to get to these courses. Uh, ask around. I mean, go to a team. I don't know how many people ask me to come to watch the training sessions or come and talk. And I just agree to everything because I want to see more people getting the same opportunity that I got to say, okay, come, come and see how I train or let's sit down, let's talk. What do you want to know? How can I help you? And finally, how important is player management? I remember last season, there was a time Tembazwane wasn't playing. It turns out he could have been rested. A lot of Sundowns fans were not happy. They couldn't understand. Was that planned? Do you have to select certain players and say, ah, he's not going to play this one. We need to rest him. Yes, it was planned. I mean, you must imagine, uh, you must remember that uh, Tembazwane plays for the national team. So every time there's a FIFA break, like you just come from one, you've got about 10 days for the national team. So normally what I... We would do at Sundowns is that in the ten days, because of the high number of games that we play, we give the players who are with us here five days to rest. The first five days, then you must count about four FIFA breaks a year. So, which means in essence, Temba misses about twenty days of rest that the other players are getting. Temba, your Kekana, your Mabunda, Villagasi. I mean, got about eight national team players, so they're missing out on 20 days of rest. So now whenever you get a chance, that's uh, when they come back from the national teams, that's where you can steal a day or two. But those days are the match days to say you eat rest a bit because you've been training at the national team, you've been playing at the national team, so surely you're not a machine, you need a rest. Aha. So now you know, Masandawana, sometimes it's not uh, because uh, the coach thinks he's playing badly, but sometimes there's a plan behind it. KB, thank you very much for joining us on the line. A lot of people seem to appreciate this conversation, and we're going to put up the podcast also. Thank you very much for sharing and giving insight about your career, and it looks like you've inspired quite a few people here. Here's somebody that says, thank you very much, Tabiso, for bringing one of our unsung heroes uh, to studio. KB, much respect. Keep the team going. That's from Mulefi Libona. Thanks, KB. Thank you so much, Mr. Monsieur. Thank you. Very true professional there, KB Rangwach. I mean, that's in touch with what's happening at Real Madrid. He just sends emails and they tell him what they are doing at Real Madrid. And uh, and uh, it shows how much respect that they have for him around the world. And when you hear Coach Pizzo Musimana speak about this man, there was a season when he was telling us that this is actually the man that won us the league. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I wonder how we would have done.